This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, and welcome to the End in Mind podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin, the owner of Meraki Media Management. The End in Mind is a place where we come to share stories, tips, and strategies of many entrepreneurs, creatives, business owners, and just some people that aren't willing to live the traditional lifestyle. We talk about how to live outside of the box today and how to incorporate what really is important in your life to keep that end goal always in mind. Again, if you would like to reach out to me in any type of way, you can find me on Instagram at Meraki underscore media underscore management. And I hope to hear from you all soon. Thanks so much and enjoy our show. people welcome back to the end in mind podcast i am so excited to be here with you guys this morning and this week's topic is really interesting because we're getting into the nitty-gritty of instagram now if you are here for learning more about instagram maybe for your business or just because maybe you are interested in possibly becoming an instagram influencer this podcast can also be utilized for that so what i specialize in is helping my clients develop a ideal client community online. So we specifically do that through Instagram. That is my platform of choice. The reason why I chose Instagram was because I, at my last position, had a great significant growth with Instagram and I saw how much Instagram could impact a small business when it's utilized in the correct way. What I found down the line when I continued to research that topic, I would play around on other platforms that, you know, really play off of direct messaging because what I believe is that you cannot make a sale on social media without having a one-on-one conversation with potential clients at some point, whether that be through the DMs where you're communicating back and forth with them or that be on a comment, right, and you're communicating back and forth with them or they reach out to you and get in touch with you via email. It's very rare that, you know, of course that can happen, right, that somebody comes to your page and just goes and purchases a course. But unless you are actually selling that course through your writing content and through the rhetoric that you're using, 
how is anyone going to know what you're offering? So that is why we're on today's topic of content writing. And we also did a full week of this on my Instagram page. I'm just going to say my Instagram handle again if you all haven't found me on there yet. I think it's very beneficial if you couple the podcast listening with our Instagram account. We go even more in depth and you can even use the Instagram account as a resource to come back and kind of scroll through at any time. So my Instagram is at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It'll be linked in the show notes below. Really back to this writing content topic. The first thing that I need you all to do is discover who your ideal client is. And, you know, if you've been a part of my community, you've heard me say this thousands of times. And it's the truth. You cannot have a successful business without understanding who your clients are and potentially will be, right, if you're not in business yet. So how can you start to gain this information, get this market research? I remember when I first heard the words ideal client, I was actually listening to a podcast. So if this is your first time hearing it, welcome. Don't be nervous. I was so nervous when I heard the words ideal client. It made me feel like, again, I was fitting myself into this mold that I never fit in. If you haven't listened to the podcast about my learning disability, I would go back and have a listen to that. That's what I'm saying, you know, explaining about this mold and fitting into this mold that society gives us. I've just never been able to do that. So as you're going through and writing content and thinking about this ideal client, I don't want you to pigeonhole yourself and say to yourself, well, if I only choose one person to work with or one industry to work in, well, how the heck am I going to make any money, you know? And that's what scared me the most. It was like, how am I going to cut out all of these other potential clients and people that I know that I could help? And that was really where it came from for me. A lot of this business and why I operate it is to really help a lot of small business owners grow and expand because I believe if all small business is doing well, we're all doing well together. And that's really my goal. So when I'm content writing, I know that I'm speaking to business owners. I could even get more specific and niche down into all of my different avatars. For example, I work with a lot of people in the beauty-based industry in um, estheticians. We work with, you know, Monet Market Partners. We've worked with Arbon agents. We've worked with many different type of people in the beauty, wellness, um, holistic side based business. I've also worked with therapists, which also fall into that holistic body work type of beauty based industry, right? You can kind of see a little bit of an overlap with those two avatars. And then I've also worked with, you know, real estate agents and just business owners that offer service based businesses, right? So most of the time I work with service based business selling, right? On some level. And I would argue that any type of selling is somewhat of a service-based sell, right? Because no matter what you're selling to somebody, you need to be able to explain to them the problem that you're solving and what you're able to help them do. If you can't do that, it's very difficult to make the sale. So when you think about these clients and this ideal client, I don't want you to even think about pigeonholing yourself into an industry. I want you to think about who are the people that you want and desire to work with. 
are those different types of people that maybe describe who you are and somewhat have that same personality type that you do probably right so project me with tiffany um if you haven't listened to her podcast yet i would definitely tell you all if you gravitate towards my community she gives really great business advice and she described this must have been almost two years ago now in her podcast And she said, your ideal client is a past version of yourself. That is still one of my favorite pieces of advice that I've ever gotten in business. It has brought me so much ease and helped me know that I have all the answers internally, right? Because when it comes to business, most of the time you know the answers to all of your problems, especially as you're learning, growing, and expanding. Because if you hire mentors and you hire business coaches to work with, they're able to help guide you to that water a little bit quicker, right? So it's not like they're telling you something that you couldn't learn out on your own. We just help you get there faster. So we're all about speeding up the process for you. And when you think about your client, how are you going to speed up the process for them? And how are you going to describe who they are? Are they a past version of yourself? What does that self look like? What were those emotions that you felt when you were that person? Were you unhappy? Were you frustrated? Were you um, down on yourself? you know, all these emotions that you're feeling. How did that feel? And when you put yourself back in those shoes and you're able to think about, you know, really those struggles, like before I get on my podcast, I'll think about where you all are probably at at this moment in time. And content writing is most of the time the biggest pain in the butt for most entrepreneurs, more business owners than I've ever heard before. Honestly, when I started this business, because of where I'm located, a lot of other people weren't networking in that type of space that I was. So when I would network, I would literally have people approach me at the networking meeting saying, you know, I've been looking for someone like you. And when you have some people attracted to your business like that, it really helped me gain that confidence of wow, I actually am solving a problem that people need help with, right? It's not just something that I've been telling myself in my head that people potentially need. I actually tested the market. So when I say that you have these answers and this intuition all within you, what I want you to do is get really clear on what are those clients that you enjoyed working with in the past? What are their qualities? What are the things you liked about working with them on? Projects, you know, what were the conversations that you had? And how can you start to kind of accumulate all of that information? Maybe you write it, brain dump it on a Google Doc, right? Just write it all out. And then when you look at all of those different types of stories that you're describing, what are the commonalities and what are the values that those people hold, right? What are their hobbies, their interests? And these are the the types of things that I want you to think about when it comes to your ideal client. Because we could go into, you know, extreme depth of really understanding your ideal client right off the bat. But to be honest, 
I learn more and more about my ideal client every day because I'm in the DMs communicating with them. And if you're not communicating with your ideal client on a daily, weekly basis, it's very hard for me as a coach to give you all what you need, right? Because I don't have a pulse on the market. I don't know what you need if I'm not asking you and if I'm not engaging with you or if I'm not, you know, observing the content that you're engaging with. And that brings me to this really great first piece of advice. So we're going to actually switch off of Instagram and go on to Facebook now, which is going to be a little bit um, confusing, I'm sure, for some of my followers because they're going to be like, Kaylin, you're the Instagram girl. Why are we going to Facebook? But what I want you all to remember is that there's so much market research literally at your fingertips. When you log on the internet and hit Google, you have access to so much information literally at your fingertips. So when you sit down and you have your ideal client in your brain, right, and you're ready to get on Instagram and possibly content, right, I want you to think about going to Facebook first and having a look at some of those Facebook groups that you're probably already in, right? When I think about Facebook groups that I'm in, most of the time they have to do with women entrepreneurship or, you know, women-based business owners or business owners in general. And I will comb through these questions that people are phrasing on the page because Facebook groups are a great place for people to come get information and it's also a safe place for them to ask questions. So, This is why I enjoy going there. Of course, if you have like a really great engaged following already, like if we have a question that comes through in the DMs, then I start with that content writing first. But if you really have nowhere to start and this is just maybe the first couple times that you're trying this, I want you to try this Facebook group strategy because it's actually given me a pulse on the market for issues that... I maybe wasn't phrasing the correct way to my client. So that's why it's also really important that you know the rhetoric and the words that your clients are using so that you can start to include that rhetoric in your pitch. If we're not marketing to them and almost coming to their same page, right, of communication, that sale and that information isn't going to translate correctly. So the more you understand how people are talking about the topics, the more you can start to incorporate that in your marketing. And when you join these Facebook groups, once you know who your clients are, it gives you a great, great pulse on the market. So for example, there's tons of, you know, beauty groups that you can join, you know, mom groups, self-help groups, right? There's an abundant amount of groups that you can join. And if you don't have an Instagram community yet, this is a great place to go to gain that information and that market research right off the bat if you're not comfortable doing it in other ways. So that is one of my favorite key pieces of advice and I still utilize this tactic if I'm you know just totally having a content writing block of a day this is one of the first things that I do when you are content writing the other thing I want you to keep in mind is picking out these overarching themes so let's say you're scrolling through a Facebook group For example, one of the questions that I came up with, which we're going to have a podcast about, is pricing and how do you price your services? 
one of the most challenging, you know, issues as an entrepreneur. And why do I think that I can talk on this? Well, I've had to price my services before and I still price my services. So I can share this information with you all at a free value level that may be able to help you. So I come in and I know pricing is going to be my topic for this week. I pick a weekly topic and see how pricing is broad enough to the point that you all can learn more each day, right? Maybe Monday, I'm gonna share a story, for example, about how my pricing failed at the beginning of my business, which you guys will hear about on the Instagram account. Then I'm gonna share on Tuesday how I was attracting maybe the client that couldn't afford those services or just wasn't willing to pay that much for the service. So how do I find those luxury different types of clients that have the same ideologies as me that are willing to pay, right? So this is all how I break it down each week. And then Wednesday, I'm going to go into more of the story and explain the emotions that I felt when I wasn't able to convert those sales and how crappy that really felt. I had a course, like I said, I'll go into it in my next episode, but I had a course that I loved that I knew had so much value, but no one was buying it. So I'm gonna share that with you guys and I'm gonna share that emotion because I'm sure at some point along all of our journeys of business, this has probably happened to us, right? And then Thursday I do my IGTV and then Friday I'm gonna put out another rounding out the story and I'm gonna ask a question. What do you guys all think at the end about the pricing tips that I've given for the week or about, you know, different types of pricing strategies and ways that I've tried to test and tap into my intuition before I buy something, right? So this is the type of content writing I want you to get into. I want you to throw the idea that you need to come up with a new, amazing, viral topic every single day. That's just not possible, especially when you are running a full-time business, leading a team, and scaling. You know, it's not possible at all. So what I want you to do is think about these overarching topics, Decide what day of the week that you can create video content. And even when you maybe might think this week, I don't have time to create it, how can you batch it? Because you know your topic for the week on Monday because you've already written that content or you have the topic in mind and you know what you're going to have to speak on come Thursday. So more of this planning out strategically one step ahead, it actually will save you so much time in your business. When I started using this strategy, it was probably about a year or so ago when I really dove into it all in on this one type of strategy. We have had such great feedback from our clients because what it's allowed me to do is share my story about that topic, maybe share an infographic or a saveable content on the topic, a Reels and an IGTV, right? So that's four pieces of content that I can create just based off of this one topic. And these topics come few and far between, right? There's only a certain amount of problems that everyone can have at once, right? That they know or think are their problems, or we would all just get so overwhelmed. When you think about these timely topics, how can you refresh them, revamp them, rebrand them, and really make them timely? I actually heard this great tip the other day about someone watching trends on social media or 
or just in news, right? Maybe something's going on crazy or just something interesting. They watch those trends and then they'll try to incorporate them with their content. Now, I like this idea if you are trying to go viral, right? But the catch 22 to going viral, which I've led a few Instagram accounts that have gone viral now, is you sometimes start attracting not the correct type of audience. So there is a beauty to having a nurtured, small community on Instagram because you know the community and you know who's hanging out there and you're able to see and make sure that they're, you know, not bullying going on on your platform or things like that. And once you hit this certain level of Instagram status, it's very hard for you to vet that as clearly. So if you if your goal is to go viral, use some of those tacti- tactics. Now, the reason why I want to position this question is, why do you want to go viral? Because even when you go viral and you have an extreme amount of growth, what then is your plan? You know, you have to have a plan. If you're going to go viral and you're going to have this great amount of growth, are you going to funnel them, you know, to your newsletter? Are you going to funnel them to your website? Are you launching a course? Do you have a free webinar coming up? Are you going to go on an Instagram live? You have to have a plan. If you don't, then those followers end up falling off and they're not engaged anymore. They're not excited about the account and it ends up hurting you in the long run because all the work that you've done hasn't really gotten you much of anywhere. And with the viral campaigns as well, you know that it's being shared out to so many people at once, right? You're gonna attract maybe not the right type of client. And that's why you have to be clear on your ideal client first. Because if you start attracting those different types of clients, which we'll talk about in our pricing week, there's many different challenges that come up ahead. And as you're growing and expanding your business, you know, any type of client is a blessing, right? And I totally get that tenfold and I agree with you. And if you have clients right now, you know, that may not be your absolute ideal client, that's okay because they're still a part of your community and you probably still enjoy selling to them. If you don't, then that's something else you want to think about, right? And maybe, you know, set yourself up to gear your marketing more towards those clients that you enjoy working with. And that's just going to help your energy raise, your vibes raise. Energy is really magnetic, especially in the online space. So really protecting yourself here and thinking about your Instagram account as your business. You know, do you want 100,000, you know, people in your audience? Or are you comfortable with 10,000 really great niche target market audience that you're able to sell to on a daily basis that feels good for you. For example, right now, I have, you know, a little over 2,000 followers. It's nothing crazy significant, but I'm making sales in my DMs almost every day, right? If not, we're definitely making one every week or we're getting leads, right? And warming those audiences so it's worth the time because we've seen how much money we can make back on the platform tenfold. So once you start to see a result off of the platform, the time, the money, the energy is worth it because you're converting. And if you can't get clear on this content writing strategy, it's going to be very difficult for you to convert 
effort without utilizing all that time, money, energy, and it's just going to take you longer to get it back in your pocket. So when we go through this type of writing strategy, I want you to all think about your ideal client first. Get those overarching topics for your week together. Brainstorm about stories you can share, different types of clips, maybe something you read somewhere, you know, a book you're reading even. I've written several times about books and I'll tag the author on my Instagram post. Of course, you always want to give credit where credit's due, but that's another great way to promote. If you don't have an idea of what you want to share, start sharing some of the things that you enjoy because if you're enjoying it, your ideal client will probably enjoy it as well. And of course, you always want to make sure that it's on brand, right? I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. If you did, I would be, you know, amazing if you would take a quick 90 seconds to leave us a review. Let me know what you're thinking about the show. I will also, if you guys want to tag me on your Instagram stories and give us a shout out, I will repost all of them to my Instagram story so you will gain access to the 2,000 people that I have in my community. Now, of course, we just talked about how that can have a different type of impact over time and the reason why I want to stop right here and talk about this is because when I'm resharing it on my story the way I think about it is a thank you Instagram is an ego driven app so the more you can thank someone for going out of their way to promote you it's paying it forward, right? And with my community, you all know that a lot of people in my audience are exactly what I described as my ideal clients at the beginning of this episode. So if that benefits you, of course, tag me on your Instagram story, right? If not, then I'm still going to share you with onto my story and maybe we'll stay connected and, you know, I'll be able to offer you some free coaching through the DMs as well, right? There's so many different ways that Instagram can work. And when you're willing to put a little bit more and tag more people on your account, the more you will get back tenfold when it comes to Instagram, especially because it's that ego-driven app. But again, if you guys do end up tagging me, of course, I will always reshare you. I appreciate all of you listening. Every single listener just means so much to me. This podcast has been such a great experience so far, and I really just appreciate all of you. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will speak with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to The End in Mind. I would like to remind you all, if you haven't yet reached out to me on Instagram, we are at Meraki underscore media underscore management. It will be in our show notes as well. If you would like to reach out to me, we always offer free coaching through Instagram based around our Instagram training and our business Instagram practices. If you need any type of support, please do not hesitate to reach out to me there. And we also offer several different types of consulting and training packages if you're looking for a little bit more in-depth tips. So thank you all for listening in. And of course, I want you all to keep the end in mind as you continue with your day and or work week. Have a great week and I will see you all next time.